Section 22 of Birds and All Nature, Volume 5, Number 3, March 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Commendable Books, W. E. Watt. Chapters on the Natural History of the United States by Dr. R. W. Schufeld, Studer Brothers Publishers, 114 Fifth Avenue, New York. The man who is able to go out into the fields and see things is a good man to know. Whether he has the gift of telling well what he sees or not, we are glad to be with him, for he is full of the things we desire much to know, and we can get them out of him. If he is a rare storyteller with marked powers of description, so much the better. But if he combines these elements with the practice of an expert photographer and uses all his arts to get the secrets of nature down exactly as they appear, he is a prince of good fellows to all who worship at the shrine of nature. Dr. Schufelt has done all this and his enterprising publishers have brought out the matter in a large octavo volume of about four hundred pages, solidly bound with gilt tops. The price is only three dollars and fifty cents net, and any lover of nature, having the half-tones he gives, would not part with them for ten times the cost of the book. Catching good negatives of live birds in the open is not easy. One needs to know photography, and bird habits extremely well, and then be satisfied with a thousand failures along with a few successes. This knowledge and patience have been remarkably displayed by the author in the profusion of full-page reproductions of his valuable work. The meadowlark's nest containing young birds is a most artistic plate. The tree toads clinging to their tree and the mother spider caught in the act of carrying her young in a silken ball are deserving of special commendation his pair of cedar birds look particularly happy as they balance upon their twigs and eye the camera as if they knew all about it horned toads and whales dragonflies and opossums as well as many other forms of life both common and rare have their turn at entertaining the reader, and their inmost thoughts seem to have been read by this enthusiastic and peculiarly successful scientist. It is a good book for children of all ages, but wherever it is introduced into any family, the younger children will uniformly have to wait till their elders have enjoyed it, for no age can be proof against its charms. Birds of North America Illustrated Descriptive Manual to Beard's Natural History Charts, Potter and Putnam Company, 63 Fifth Avenue, New York. This convenient little pamphlet contains brief descriptions of some of the most common birds, the eagle, the owl, the parrot, the crow, the turkey, the quail, the ostrich, the heron, the swan, and the penguin. It is closely printed with numerous illustrations, of the structure and forms of the typical birds of each sort, and gives in language that can well be understood by children the principal facts of interest. It is sold at twenty cents, 
and will be found valuable to a large class of teachers who are in search of material to interest their pupils in the common birds of our country nests and eggs of north american birds by oliver davy author of methods in the art of taxidermy etc the landon press columbus ohio this is the fifth edition of an excellent work that has already won wide recognition as an exposition of how the birds build and lay it has been revised and enlarged considerably and now contains a profusion of cuts that will be highly appreciated recognizing the difficulty the mind has in grasping the entire meaning of a written description the author has added to his text a large number of well-executed drawings of the birds most difficult to describe and has given their nests and eggs the attention their importance to the naturalist demands the book consists of over five hundred pages octavo closely printed and arranged so as to constitute a convenient and exhaustive encyclopedia of the birds of the birds of this country and their nests and eggs although the title of the book would lead one to think the matter does not pertain to the habits of the birds nor their appearance it is more complete in this respect than many books written ostensibly to describe the birds themselves and in many of its articles almost complete life histories are to be found the nesting habits and the hatching of the eggs have led the author on till the work has become a very readable one for those who are by no means specialists on eggs and nests the writer has modestly disclaimed attempting to cover so much ground and refers his readers to the works of coos and ridgeway for further particulars the numbers of those who do not let a summer pass without looking into the lives of the birds which visit their country residences are rapidly growing and this growth of interest on the part of thousands who do not wish to become experts but desire to enjoy their feathered neighbors and their products most fully has made room for a large sale of this work it has but to become known to be possessed by all cultured households where trips to the country are annually made to know the birds of one's locality by name and to be able to identify their nests and watch their doings with some degree of intelligence is an accomplishment which many desire and are annually attaining with this work in one's possession few birds can remain in the vicinity without being identified the gladness and loss of selfish thoughts and motives that are the reward of all those who lose their hearts to the birds and their growing families do far more good in the world than any amount of drugs and dieting few people go to the country without having something they wish to gain in the way of health a prescription of bird life taken regularly before meals has been found one of the greatest cure-alls the world has produced there is no work in existence better calculated to promote this sort of convalescence than this one on the nests and eggs that we so often run past in our ignorance of the joy a bush or stump or trees has in store for those who have a mind to find it end of section twenty two end of birds and all nature volume five number two February 1899.